Welcome back, everybody. It's the Freak Beats podcast, starting in 2017. Um, uh, I'm Psyches here, and with me today is a fan favorite guest that we have on our Freak Beats podcast, Sparks. How's it going? Hey, everyone. Yeah, not too bad, mate. It's good to be back once yeah. again. How's your new year? Uh, it was fantastic. Full of drink, full of happiness, full of smiles. Yourself? <laughs> not, not so bad. Not so bad. Nice and cold here. I woke up this morning at nine, thinking I was going to the gym. Stepped outside and decided minus ten wasn't for me, so I went back up <laughs> to bed. Um, any New Year's resolutions? Work out in the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any New Year's resolutions here? <sighs> drink more, listen to music, <laughs> and that's about it. Yeah. Did you? Uh, Listen to anything new over the break? Uh, not really. I never had the chance, to be honest. No. Uh, just out in clubs and things like that. So don't really play like EDM or anything. It's just more like bands. Yeah. You're just enjoying your break, eh? Exactly, mate. All right. So today we have a hot button issue today. I think uh, you are going to be uh, a very important person in this conversation because I know <laughs> you've been... Uh, on the end of the stick in terms of getting some flack about this issue, it's ghost producing. You know, um, this is our main focus today uh, that me and you are going to discuss, and it's a very divisive one, uh, especially in the EDM community. And um, you know, that's ghost producing. You know, people are usually either okay with it or they fucking hate it, and they want people who use ghost producers to to burn. You know, people have their yeah. own choices, and what's one to hate against someone who does it, right? You know, and we're not we're not talking to yeah we're not talking today about like sampling or stealing or copyright infri- infringement or like vanilla icing it. You know, the topic is ghost producing. Um, you know, ghost producing is a term where one pers- person purchases a piece of art or music from an undisclosed seller and presents it as their own. You know, this term has been thrown around forever. I think you know even Mozart was a ghost producer at <laughs> a young age. You know, yeah. the reason long, I say long time. yeah, exactly. You know, the reason I say art is because most people probably know of like ghostwriting, um, where like famous yeah. actors, athletes, people who are leaders in industry get someone to write an autobiography, which they claim they wrote or at least present as their own work. Um, basically, my point is that ghost producing has been going on forever. You know, what I mean, it's yeah, pretty, nothing new. Yeah, like I mean, in pop music, it's like ubiquitous, ubiquitous, and you know. But now we're seeing producers being credited with the song first, it seems like. Like, the Chainsmokers and, you know, the singers are becoming features now. Um, yeah. But, like, a decade ago, I guess, you know, you'd, it's, it would see, be seen as very rare that would happen. You know, there's also, like, a huge economy. Yeah, there's, like, a huge... Yeah, exactly. There's, like, a huge economy around ghost producing, too, you know. I say of, of ghost producing whatever, you know. If someone is willing to sell something that they can make money out of it, you know most likely have its own economy you know this is ghost producing is a really messy issue and topic and there's blurred lines between what truly is ghost producing and having no input in the production of a song or getting some help you know some okay some i'm gonna list some edm acts i'm sure you probably know them that have been under the microscope in terms of david get in terms of ghost producing like uh david getta dbbs tiesto benny benassi steve aoki your boys, uh, Dimitri Vegas, like Mike. You know, I'm only pulling these names because this is like, you know, they've had, they've been known um, that they've credited some other people on some production of a particular song or album. You know, and these are also, oh, fam- yeah. yeah, like, th- and also these are familiar names that we know in the EDM community. You know, those who are fans of these artists they may not know people are exactly big. Mm-hmm. Exactly, they might not notice that someone else was accredited to one of their songs. And, 
I know you're a big Davinci Vegas like Mike guy. So what do you what do you have to say about it, Sparks? It's uh, say I'm on the tail end of it, really. Um, when it's um, when it when when I first heard the term ghost producing for, for music, um, it was actually against Dimitri and Mike. Um, and I had a bit of a biased opinion at first, um, but like the more I heard about it, the more the more I looked into it, um, and the more I tried to learn about it, so I could have my own opinion. Um, and then like I just thought, well. If somebody just wants to buy a track, if somebody wants, sorry, if somebody wants to produce a track, and somebody just wants money from it, then just so be it. Yeah. So what? I would do the same if I could make, if I could buy a track just for, just for example, five grand. Yeah. And then I could sell it and make ten grand. It's it would I would be stupid to say no or something yeah. like that. So for people to sit on Facebook and Twitter and bitch about it in comments. Mm it's just for a few likes you know yeah. what i mean it's a bandwagon yeah the hate towards gay pr ghost producing sorry is it's just a bandwagon thing if you ask mm -hmm. me yeah. i mean like like it, like you mentioned other names like tiesto hardwells uh dubs mm. um there's just so many names out yeah, there yeah there's actually a lot exactly and i don't really like them but i, I don't really care that the ghost produce they yeah. just do what they want like some people you know take I mean? that yeah they take the ghost producing as some like personal affliction to them like it's something against mm -hmm. them especially like bedroom yeah. producers when they see yeah. that these guys are so famous and they use ghost producers they feel like they've been offended some way right yeah, so they take jealousy. it really yeah the jealousy and they take it super personally um but yeah the you know like there there may be also reasons why like these artists need help to produce a track in some form you know they're under tremendous yeah. pressure from record companies to produce al an album on time an like album, edm yeah. and djs are like edm and d in the uh, sorry djs and edm are constantly working at gigs you know, staying up late yes so time is precious to them and they may not have as much time to produce a track you know this and this can be seen exactly. as a cycle because in order to stay relevant in edm artists have to be constantly performing which leaves less time in the studio to create records i can't even imagine how tough it is to be edm artists you know it's a good yeah, thing I'm behind the mic and me and you can just critique and ridicule and subjugate <laughs> them, you know, under our silly standards it's of what we think. Sit and talk Ex about it. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Armchair commenting on stuff like this, you know. But like some artists make it work. Like I'm gonna say Martin Gierix, he performs a hundred shows plus a year and still produces lots of lots of songs, you know. Um, yeah. But yeah, like it can be done. But I I, I understand uh I know you're not a big fan of Martin Gierix, but uh yeah. You know, do you not think his name has been in the mix as well as far as Ghost Well, I, I haven't seen it. Maybe I turn a blind eye to it, but I've never seen saying that he... I've heard he's been used as a Ghost producer uh, when he was with Spinning Records. Um, but I've never seen him, like, seen an article or something really? that's called him out. No, I haven't. Why have you? Is there a particular oh. song that... Uh, 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 yeah, Animals. Really? Obviously, no, I'm, throwing, I'm throwing it back here a long time ago, mm. but... Animals, is that Martin Vortex, I think, everyone seems to say he produces everybody's everything. Yeah, he, I know, yeah, he does a lot, Martin Warwick, he did uh, Avila's yeah. stuff as well. Um, exactly. That's interesting, I never knew that, because I know he was collaborated uh, with the Animals when he was very young, when he was like 16 or 17, and I know Jay that's Hardwell right. is credited to that song as well, but uh, yeah, I didn't even really know that. I don't personally like Animals, to be honest, that's not one of the songs yeah. I... No. I connect with Martin Kirix with, um, mm -hmm. but it's the one definitely a lot of people has recognized him with. Um, but it's interesting yeah. that you say that. Like, I mean, and a lot of this 
speculation, like he said, she said, hearsay stuff from ghost producing is from that. Like it's all hearsay stuff. It's not, yeah. hasn't never been proven per se. Like obviously you see when they release an album, you'll see who's credited to a specific track if they've uh, done some engineering on it or have done some co-producing on it. Um, but what really surprised me, like I've been thinking of the subject for a while because I don't know, it's always like a, a topic that comes up wherever, like on Reddit or some, some artist that's upset, you know, says something. Um, and this topic always comes up. So one of the revelations that I had was Dash Berlin. I didn't even know that was the sing wasn't a singular person. You know, it, it's comprised of three other people. Uh, I'm not sure. Did yeah. you know that Dash Berlin was three other people? <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, Dash was just Dash. Yeah, exactly. That's same here. I thought the same same thing. You know, one one face that is on stage, one face on the picture of DJ Meg, um, and uh -huh. the name sounds like one person too, right? Um, yeah. But yeah, apparently it's a group compiled of Jeffrey is the person that we know we see on stage. Uh, yeah, Jeffrey uh -huh. Satorius, Al Kalberg, and Sebastian Mulligan. And yeah, like really? I said, Jeffrey. Yeah, it's it was surprising to me as it is surprising to you. I had the same reaction. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I think I'm not have to look into them. Yeah, definitely. If you yeah, because Dash Berlin's been around for a while. Like you. Definitely. Yeah, he's was re or sorry, the group was recognized by Armin Van Buren and the SOT um, whole community. So um, Dash Berlin's been around for a while. Uh, but yeah, after I read that article, like I started like I don't know. YouTube has some weird thing where they associate um, your ads to what you previously searched. And I don't really have ad block uh, on yeah. YouTube, so I get spammed with these. EDM ghost producing websites so you know <laughs> just by osmosis I checked some of them out and man it's pretty interesting I don't know if you ever checked some of those web, uh, EDM ghost producing websites out where they sell um, records um, but most of the stuff on the website I'm gonna say isn't, I don't really want to criticize but like it's not the greatest quality at least I don't know based yeah. on what I was listening to it's not or listening or demoing or whatever it wasn't that interesting um, but what yeah. I did find interesting was the whole submit your work to their website content creator portion. You know, that I think that's really cool because, you know, this is where I think unknown producers, bedroom producers can hone their skills in, get constructive, constructive criticism and rec get recognized in some way or form or compensated for their work. You know, it doesn't pay it's much. For some, isn't it? Exactly. It doesn't, it may not pay much, but it's de better than you posting your song on YouTube, at, on your YouTube page and not getting recognized or not getting any views or anything like being ignored completely I mean, I, I think like Kashmir kind of did it he was a name beforehand um, but he did a lot of I think ghost producing it's for some tracks and for some yeah. prominent EDM artists um, and then he a couple years beforehand wasn't he yeah exactly yeah he was part of cataracts um, but then cataracts, he went kind of yeah. after he split from cataracts kind of just went into ghost or just producing in general and he produced some tracks for certain artists um, but then after that he came like this last this last past year in 2016 he started touring um and saying that this is my track now and um being yeah, uh, being a, in the spotlight yeah yeah he's becoming the headliner at festivals um but like does that now that he's playing at festivals i don't know how much time he'll be have for producing like as i say before your time management is key and where you, him as well yeah you know time management is key and like you have to set your priorities on what you want to do and what you as an artist what you want to be presented as um, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, like I said, like I, I think when we talk about ghost producing, I think it touches a sensitive chord with some, because it may seem like, like I said, like an affliction to them. Like it's like against them in some way. Like they're getting 
hurt from it like some like they were degrading their art as an artist because other artists are claiming other people's work as their own even though they pay for it and some ghost producers well obviously the ghost producers are allowing it right they they do yeah, have some absolutely. say in it like i said we're not talking they're, about they're steal just as bad really isn't it, it yeah exactly they're not they're, they yeah we're not talking about stealing or anything like that um but yeah like, like exactly yeah they say they steal it there's a, that, that weird steal and theft mm -hmm. gets thrown a lot thrown around quite a lot and it's not it's not like it's yeah. paid for mm -hmm. you know like yeah, like they feel like yeah, I, uh, I understand those people who think that it's stealing. Like they have some resentment against these artists that pay good money for these tracks. Um, exactly. You know, yeah. My like my personal feeling is that ghost producing is fine. Like I'm on the same side as you are, uh, as long as they pay for their work and I guess like if they produce an album, they get credited on it. Like as at least a co-producer or someone who engineered some of the music, um, that's mm -hmm. fine with me. Like. No, people shouldn't exactly. be flaming yeah people shouldn't be flaming other people who use ghost producers like there may be an underlying reason why they use ghost producers like we said like uh ghosts, they may not want the claim to their work like they don't want yeah they don't want to be the face of uh they want to just sit sit in the studio all day and just produce music what they want to just hone their craft and do what they love doing which is producing music you know they don't want to be on stage in front of whatever seventy-five thousand people playing at tomorrowland Exactly. That's not, yeah, that's not their it's thing. For some people, and it's not for others. Yeah. It's like buying, it's like buying a pair of trainers. Yeah. You buy a pair of trainers from, say, Nike. You wear them, like, then become your trainers. You have bought them trainers, so them are your trainers. Hmm. You didn't make the trainers, but they are your trainers. Exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then yeah, it's, you can go and you can sell them trainers on if you want. You can do what you want with them. Yeah, trainers. it's about property rights and who owns these specific. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, I understand. Like as a consumer, like I don't care what name is on it. If it's a, if it's good music, then it's good music. I don't it's feel good like music. It's good yeah. music. Exactly. I, I don't, I don't feel like I get, tr I got tricked or anything. You know, when I yeah. see that someone else may have helped them out with the song. You know, a bedroom producer shouldn't get offended by this, and that's who I think is most taken back by these ghost yeah. yeah, they're taken aback by these ghost producers, and you know they feel like they're slighted in some way because they're trying to become famous. Um, and like I said, Dimitri Vegas and like Mike are, they feel like that they, those two guys are inhibiting from what they can become because, you know, they see that they're famous and they want to be famous. And that's not a good reason why you should hate somebody, I don't think, or yeah, dislike think somebody. It's easy to hate on them. Yeah. That's the problem. Exactly. It's and easy. they're, they're one of the biggest targets. You know? Like, like you said, it's jealousy, I think. And they certainly is thrown, they've thrown contempt against, uh, like, Definitely, I think, unwarranted hate against Dimitri Vegas and like Mike. Um, yeah, definitely. But, I mean, it's, that it's doesn't... It's because when you, look, when you look at the crowds, like, mm -hmm. if you if you go to, like, if you go to Tomorrowland or somewhere, if you're in the crowd for someone like Dimitri and Mike, Martin Garrix, mm -hmm. David Guetta, yeah. you'll not see another crowd as crazy as that. No, exactly. I mean, everyone's jumping, loving life, everyone's exactly. happy. Say it, well, ADC, anywhere. You go and see these big names and people are loving it, but then you go onto Facebook and then someone's got six likes when they say calling somebody a ghost producer. Yeah, it's silly. Just, you know it's what I mean? silly. It's pathetic. Yeah. Yeah, it is super silly. You know, like, yeah. Um, so yeah, that, like basically this has been 15 minutes so far. I thought this would be a lot shorter, so I just wanted, mm -hmm. I guess, to conclude. Just there's a quote here that I have that by a ghost producer. I think it's pretty well mm -hmm. said. It's like it's a really great area in the industry right now because on one hand, there are DJs who can DJ really well. Um, they may not necessarily can produce, but they're putting out records under their name. Um, and then yeah. on the other hand, there are really amazing producers that aren't getting 
the respect and the gigs and the attention they may want or deserve in some form because the scene is so filled with people who may not necessarily write their own stuff um, and then you have ghost producers that don't want to be known and will produce behind the scenes to get paid good money for producing tracks for these a-listing djs i mean like we're discussing this now like i mean obviously nothing is going to get resolved between this while we discuss yeah. it but i think it was yeah. it's it's a necessary discussion um it and it, it's good it's good to talk about and you know what i mean people can obviously if if, if people want they can message us and get in touch exactly. with us however they want yeah they can have their say as well yes um uh, our email is freakbeats2016 at gmail.com. Like, I'm sure at some other point down the line, um, Ayaz and the rest of the Freak Beat podcast will will revisit this topic again, I'm sure, just because it's such yeah, a divisive yeah. topic to talk about. Um, other than that, do you have anything else to say, Sparks? I'm good, man. I'm good. That's it. Yeah, I, I think I'm good, one. too. Yeah, it's been a good one. All right. Signing out from Jason. Or sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right, take it easy, guys. Say it.